Are we connected? Finally. Oh, my goodness. I was like, I'm what so is sorry. going on? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, it just uh, was giving me fits with, uh, with uh, disconnecting with in between your talking. So I switched from Wi-Fi to um, mobile network, and I didn't realize it was going to cut me off like that. Ah, oh, okay. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. I'm sorry. Where did we leave off at? Where were you oh, at? Um, just the um, musicals and just learning the piano at a young age. Um, okay. As, as long as I can remember, um, the house, our house was filled with music. Our, my parents, you know, playing from like Frank Sinatra to Lou Rawls, Dionne Warwick. Wow. Um, classical. Yeah. Very much musical oriented. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And um, let's see. So like you, you say, you know, the, so it was the, the, the musicals that attracted you. What was it about that? I mean, how did it affect you when huh. you saw it? Well, I mean, when I saw The Wiz, I mean, I literally got chills and I was blessed to be able to um, do some musical workshops this week and last week with with some students, helping them get ready for their their musicals. And mm. one of the musicals was The Wiz. <laughs> wow. Oh, right. It brought back so many memories. And when I was um, coaching this one student, she was singing um, what Lena Horne sang, that song, If You Believe in Yourself. And she was doing an amazing job. But near mm -hmm. the end, I just said, you know, can you go up on this part instead of just staying where you are? And she did. And Paul, it brought tears to my eyes. I was so moved. I love that. And <laughs> yeah, and I just feel like music has always affected me deeply yeah right and, i mean <laughs> my last my last three shows that i've had that's been like the the thought line the whole way it's like it's it reaches to the core when it does yeah. it's it's so. like that universal language you know mm -hmm. for sure yeah. that was another thing that was brought up you know it's just it's crazy how like, I mean, you don't even have to speak the same language to feel exactly. the emotion. You know? Exactly. There were no words to the classical music, you know, so. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we, um, my church, we went to Japan um, to do gospel mm -hmm. workshops. And mm -hmm. that's another example. I mean, they were singing gospel better than people in America <laughs> singing gospel. Oh, yeah. And it, it tricked me because when this one uh, praise worshiper leader stopped, I just started talking to her in English, assuming that she must speak English because, I mean, it was so amazing what she just sang. And she did not speak English well at all. And, and I was like, whoa. But she was singing in English? <laughs> yes. Not just singing, awesome. she was she was throwing down when I tell you that she was is jamming. awesome. <laughs> and then to hear the story about why um, gospel is so big in Japan freaked me out. I mean, just tripped me out because 
I didn't know. I didn't know. And do you know why? Let me ask you. Do you know why gospel is so big in Japan? I do not. It's from the movie Sister Act. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They oh, were my so word. moved. Yes, they were so moved by the music. They were just like, yes, That's we have hilarious. to do this. <laughs> that is crazy. Amazing. Yeah. Um, we got one. We got one comment already. Let's see who it is. Ah, and cool. Whatever. Bye bye. Ah. Um, so haters. Haters. Right. Haters gonna hate. All right. right. Um, <laughs> so how did you get started in doing music? Like, what was the what was it that you started in? Okay, so piano. I mean, okay. I sang, I sang, but piano was where I was able to start. And I was classically trained in piano. But here's the thing. I mean, I got impatient with the music mm -hmm. theory part of it. So the music right. theory part of it wasn't fun. And right. I, once I could read the music, you know, I'm just like, well, let me just play it. And then we would have recitals and I was pretty quick at learning the music and then memorizing it. Uh -huh. So I kind of really slacked off on the um, music theory part. And then, I, right. and then, you know, procrastination would set in. So I had mm -hmm. a wake up call on one of the recitals <laughs> because I think I had like four pieces to do, um, uh -huh. like two, du two duets. One of the duet was like two pianos, um, Anyway, and I froze like in the middle of one of the songs. I just <laughs> could not remember the rest of the song. Oh, no. And I will right, I will never forget that sound because it was in this huge library hall. You know, we had two grand pianos and I was doing my piece and when I stopped, I heard <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and i kept trying to play notes and couldn't figure it out and it turned out i had to start from the very beginning and then you know i was able to complete oh, it but that was the worst <laughs> feeling and you would think that would teach me to um be more disciplined um, yeah. But I think instead I just walked away from <laughs> playing the so, piano you know, for a I don't while. even know this, actually. I don't think I know this from our our time over there in Los Angeles. Do you do you read music, sheet music, oh, or yeah. no? Oh, yeah. Okay. I read sheet music. Um, my, my thing, my challenge was I wanted to be able to be like the people who uh, could play by ear. You know, right. I wanted to be able to improvise like that. And it wasn't mm -hmm. until my time in Los Angeles, all those years later, that I started playing again um, with our church that we went to because mm -hmm. they were they were new and they were kind of like wanting people to be part of the the choir or the praise team. So right. they weren't that picky. <laughs> they weren't that picky with instrumentalists. Yeah. So I thought, well, this feels like a safe place to try to learn like chord charts and stuff. And yeah, and and it went from there. And I'm just like, oh, and then you can just improvise. And I just, yeah, started back again. And that's been a awesome. blessing. 
Yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at now with the whole learning the music theory. I didn't even know there was such a thing as music theory. I thought, you know, you just read the notes off the sheet and that was it. But no, there's way more than that. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's what... It's a bit overwhelming. I mean, I'm only three lessons in and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's definitely something that I could easily see procrastinating about. <laughs> right, right. But, um, I appreciate your uh, posts on Instagram with your lessons because it was like a review, you know, and just kicking me in the butt again, just to. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's kind of the idea behind them. I'm just I mm-hmm. I got the idea to be raw, you know, with my learning um, yeah. from uh, a girl that I follow on TikTok, Mystical McKay. Um, yeah. She gets on her lives and she plays guitar and sings. And if she makes a mistake, she keeps going. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's impressive. So that's what you do. and uh, I mean, she's got a good following, too. So there you go it's like people don't they don't they want to see that they want to see something real real and, real Amen. and that's the name the real paul show and well there you go <laughs> but, um, so i mean this all just started just a few months ago with the name and then slowly the concept has been developing as i've been coming more and more out of my shell in just the last few months to weeks yeah with the group of friends that i have but um but yeah i digress uh i got disenchanted a little bit um because i was actually um a child model too and so there were these like pageant shows that i could be part of um but i i started off like modeling children's furniture (laughs) and Uh then and then they (laughs) offered the whole you know does she want to be in the pageants and they gave me a choice and I was like, no, but I was really into acting and being on stage. Um, yeah. So I, I was able to take the tap classes and then the piano, but the singing, I got no instruction with that. And it was interesting. I thought maybe I could go to like a school like fame, you know, mm-hmm. school of the musical arts. And my parents weren't about that. <laughs> They they sent me to a different private school. So I I kind of got the message early that that isn't a path that I should go on, you know, for a Mm. career. And um, but when it came to learning how to sing, I thought, well, you know what? I want to sing. So I'm going to join the choir. And Mm -hmm. that's because I saw on the writer notes of music that I liked that they got their start in the choir. So I was like, well, let me go. <laughs> so, right. And yeah. that helped get me started and that's that something way we too. have in common. Yes. But, um, yeah. And that's, this is where it like kind of is a really good introductory point for um, some coming up shows that I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to start branching out, I think, into some of the dancers that I've seen on TikTok mm-hmm. and have been, you know, commenting and talking back and forth. I'm thinking about interviewing them too about that because really dance is 
is so closely related to music and connected yeah um that it's just it's it seems in my mind that i should go ahead and and, and venture into that also oh definitely but, definitely um, just another little plug <laughs> and feel free to put any uh any uh of your things that you might think of along the way into um mm-hmm. uh, so we got how you got started and then um what does music we kind of touched on this a little bit already but mm-hmm. like what does music do for you what does it do for me um it makes me feel free, I guess, would be a yeah. good word for it. It's it's yeah. freeing. It's freeing because I think you have mentioned this on some posts where you would get upset or frustrated and you would just play the piano. Yes. And yeah. And that's what would happen with me. You know, if you don't know how to communicate how you're feeling, you don't have to. You can play the piano. And that's definitely what the piano's been like for me yeah that is um it does it, it's it's like whenever you I mean I know almost everybody has gotten to that point where they get so frustrated they just can't even put into words what they feel mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. it's it's amazing what can come out of you if you if you have an avenue like that to do that yeah definitely definitely mm-hmm. And the the beauty of it is you get something to keep for posterity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. We have one more comment come in. Welcome (laughs) to that real Paul show. (laughs) With Lorinda Hawk. (laughs) Stay blessed and fuck the rest. (laughs) All righty. Well, yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate the, uh, the intro there. (laughs) <laughs> i wasn't expecting that that was funny yeah we get we get a there's a, actually one guy that will uh, play some of his music mm-hmm. um i'm actually going to be doing the a show with him on on uh tomorrow and uh he the way i met him was on here and that's how i met him was he would do those clips like that Intros, but he would use those... his music oh nice yeah. yeah, that guy had a great voice just now. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, music, it, it does reach deep. It, um, it, it's like a, it's not just one way. It doesn't reach in, but it also just flows out from deep within. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so interesting that you talk about real and being real. Because Mm -hmm. in the early 90s, um, I wanted to be part of a band. I wanted to be part of a singing group. And I was part of a girl singing group. But um, I had to sound a certain way. You know, it was like a pop group. And then there was a certain edge that you needed to put on your voice. And long story short, I felt like it was ruining my voice trying to because I obviously wasn't doing it right. I think I was putting edge on everything. And I didn't mm-hmm. like how it felt like I wasn't being singing real or just right. singing how I f- was created to sing. 
So it wasn't until I got away from that singing group that I got to be part of a band um, called Reach. And that was um, more like rock. And um, I was able to co-write some songs with with the um, lead. And I just revisited one of the songs now. Um, it's called Naked. And mm-hmm. it, hold, it holds up after all these years. And actually, mm-hmm. in looking at the lyrics, I feel like it, it makes more sense nowadays, even back more so than back then, because yeah. of the, um, the racial climate, the political climate, everything. So it, it inspires me and encourages me um, for what I want to do now. Because I know that's can, one of your questions. <laughs> like when I'm can I can I put that. you on the spot? Sure. And maybe maybe you could uh, sing like maybe a part of it that you really like. Oh wow! Well, let me put on the keyboard. <laughs> I <wasn't> <laughs> <expecting> <laughs> oh, you're gonna go all out! All right, all right. Yeah. Well, since it's right here, <laughs> let me see. There you go. Okay. Okay. So it's. Can you hear this? I I can. Okay. Naked is truth. Take it as it seems. Just leave yourself untamed. Trust and we ache. And now I feel the pain. Oh, what a shame. It is to dream. You're welcome to love. Just please don't cry. Let's just try to get it right. It's a tireless flight to reach the path in sight. Still naked, naked we dream. Ooh, aching, aching to feel. Can you see me, see you? Naked is truth. Can you see me, see you? Naked is truth. That's all I'll do. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I'm getting ready for um, a, a fundraiser. It's a musical fundraiser. I'm to do forty minute a forty minute set, and it's for an organization that raises that helps foster youth because okay. um, foster youth when they age out of the system, they're there's unfortunately a great majority of them that are homeless or are incarcerated. So this, this um, organization, United Friends of the Children, they, they work with the foster youth. So they're able to prevent those statistics from happening. So this, wow. um, yeah, this music festival is called Imago, uh, Imago Music Festival. Put- we, okay, that's just remember. Remember all these things. Write them down because I want to get. <laughs> I want to get links for all of this. 
Okay. Um, and uh, that one is going to be a link that I'm going to look into because awesome. there's off, off air, I'll tell you. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. But um, wow, I just totally like got blown away and lost my train of thought because of that. Um, oh, yay. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, but see. in preparing for that, um, I'm in this place where, as you know, I do comedy, um, mm-hmm. but I also do music. So I'm trying to actually merge some of my songs um, to be comedic. Like I have a few songs <laughs> that I call um, Born Again. So okay. like they sound familiar, but they might have different words to it. And then there are just mm-hmm. other songs that have um, other lyrics to it. Again, comedic. Right. So I'm thinking like half my set will be um, real, well, regular music or what have you. And then maybe the other uh-huh. half will be like kind of funny music. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. So, all right. You, you, you've seen your music take you to a, a lot of different places. Do you, I'm going to kind of reword this one. Do you see it taking you anywhere else or um, is, is this, is it already honed in? Do you think? Hmm. See it taking me anywhere else honed in. What do you mean? Well, the original question is where do you see your music taking you? Yeah. At this point. Um, yeah. yeah. Just as a vehicle for, my acting and comedy and, and worship. But, you know, I I feel like God is bringing me back to um, some writings I did like a few years ago and I'm understanding, right. I'm understanding more and more as I, I listen and learn that um, a lot of songs were poems first and Right. So I'm revisiting those and thinking maybe I'm supposed to put them to music. And yeah, so I feel like that's where I might want to go with music in that regard. Um, I mean, there used to be a time in my life I wanted to, you know, take off, be some, you know, recording artist or what have you um, and get signed and all that. But that's not really on my high on my priority list I just want to just you know do music and I I feel Mm -hmm. like music is healing it's cathartic but I feel like that of all the arts Mm -hmm. as well so true true um yeah that gets talked a lot about in um in McKay's lives on her TikTok Uh, there's so many people that come in there and they just type I'm crying now I'm crying and the the healing that takes place just from just from the soothing music you know oh that's beautiful i love it i love it because um i will say there's been some challenges on my musical journey um especially like finding my real voice and my real sound and embracing that um i still even get challenged today because so much of my path you know, people have assumed I should sound a certain way. 
And I feel like that doesn't stop as a black woman. (laughs) I feel like, you know, I I go into a church and it's like, oh, gospel music. And it's like, well, I mean, I wasn't raised singing gospel music. I mean, I can, but I don't I don't necessarily see myself as a gospel singer because I look to, you know, the gospel greats and oh, my gosh, they're amazing. But I feel like I I have my own type of sound. I feel like. Um, I'm inspired by like Mahalia Jackson, like the like mm-hmm. Negro spirituals and like again, right. that to me is so real and raw. And oh, it's just And I gotta interject whenever you sing yeah. that stuff. Oh my goodness. Oh <laughs> thank you. Thank you so you much. Know, you're, you're, it's when you reach in and you reach that that what you're what you're connected to mm. and you let that out and mm-hmm. it just goes straight to the heart in people. And I've seen it firsthand because I was in the church. I was in the open mic night. Speaking of healing. Oh my gosh. Speaking of healing that open mic night, we had so many people come there from all walks of life. Yeah. And and we saw it. We saw the healing Mm -hmm. take place. Mm -hmm. And we, you were also part of the theater group that was part of that I was and and I was remembering that you witnessed as I did the demonic manifestation that we (laughs) experienced so when you talk about healing and deliverance yeah we we've seen it firsthand (laughs) we did I got a witness that was one one interesting one interesting night I tell you yes it sure was But yeah, I mean, it does. It does take the healing does happen. And and like you said, it's not just the music arts. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the acting, there's so much more to acting. And you taught me that, you know, there's so much more to the preparation. And, and you really do have to connect with, I don't want to sound, I don't know, but you have to connect with your really deep inner person, you know, yeah, and, and again, it it's better if you're just real. If you're just yeah. real in the moment, how would you react if somebody told you that line? You know, and, right. and, and you know, you don't have to anyway. <laughs> and I got to give you props for being real with me at that point in my life because I remember there were times where we kind of had friction in that in that time of me growing and learning, mm. and I was pretty mm-hmm. much I was I was interesting at that point for sure. <laughs> interesting (laughs) (laughs) i mean for lack of a better word unless you got one um you were going through you were you were going through at that time you know yeah and i mean we never really stopped going through stuff exactly and that's one of the things that i'm i'm really learning even now it's like you got to constantly keep that in your head. You're not done learning. You're never exactly. done learning. Exactly. If you think you're done learning, you're not done learning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's the same know. with humility. It's, sta- it's the same with humility. I mean, when I was in Skid Row, you know, um, the word that kept coming to me was this was um, a humility test or this was part of, you know, um, humility yeah. journey. You know, and so when I was out of there, I felt like, okay, 
the test should be over, right? I don't have to keep going through humility tests and tests to be humble. And then it, it was like, God really had to deal with me. And he's like, who said that it would just be that one time? I mean, mm-hmm. no, you should stay wanting to be humble. And, right. you know, so I feel like that's all of us. Like there are those of us who want to grow, um, and there are those who think we know it all already. And it's like, okay, well, I think I would rather be trying to be stay in a teachable spirit. Right. Yeah. We, we hit on already what avenue do you see your music doing, going? Mm-hmm. So we can go to the next one. When, this one's a fun one. This one actually was not on my on my questions list until a, a buddy of mine in my friend circle that I told you about. Yeah, uh, my support. I, I, I mean, they're my support group, my family. They're they're pretty cool. Um, Beautiful. But he asked this question on a comment on one of my podcasts, and I added it in. What do you think your biggest hurdle was or is? Ha. Interesting. Me. <laughs> I think my biggest hurdle right. is um, me. And thank God for helping me with that. Um, because there's the self-doubt. There's the fear of rejection. There's the people-pleasing element. Ah, yeah. All that junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's listening to other people more, more giving them more importance about, like, they know you better than you, which is crazy. Um so right. yeah, till this day, um, so so much learning, so much learning and growing. So yeah, biggest hurdle would be myself, but yeah. I feel like I'm being delivered and healed from that too. That's awesome. That's yeah. th- that kind of relates back to what we were just talking about, you know, the mm-hmm. getting to know like what's what's inside of me. What is it that, yeah. that what is it that really drives me in? You know, this last week, I think I overcame one of my own little hurdles. Um, This is going to sound so like it sounds really silly, but okay. So I started this podcast thing probably going on about two to three weeks now. And Mm -hmm. um, I got this crazy idea. There's this one one, uh, violinist who I absolutely adore and look up to because she started from a point on American America's got talent where they mm-hmm. just shoot her up and spit her out. They told oh. her she sounded like a room full of strangled cats and she'd never oh. go anywhere. Wow. And she was crying on the show and wow. she has that video to show for it today after going on tour all over the place playing mm her violin and dancing at the same time. And that uh-huh. is Lin- Lindsay Sterling. She um, the last word. She had the last laugh. Oh my goodness. And one of her fans actually took clips of her um, videos and some of her live events that she's gone to concerts and stuff. And he clipped it together uh, in a way against what the guy told her she would never do. Hmm. And everything that he said she would never do, she's done. I love it. I love it. Including, See, love including, he was like, you cannot fly through the air and be playing the violin at the same time. And then they showed her like literally 
flying through the air because <laughs> she was hanging by a, a rope on her hair. Oh and my she was gosh. playing the violin while doing acrobatic dancing, being held up by the hair on her head. Shut up. Let and I mean, it's name. just, it gave me chills when I saw that mashup. I was like, that's it. That's it What's right there. Lindsay? Lindsay Sterling. Sterling. And, okay. Uh-huh. The thing that got me interested in her to begin with was she does fusion. So she does like violin with techno music, violin with heavy metal music. I mean, she's mm-hmm. done a lot of um, joint efforts with people, but she's, you know, she's got her own shows that she does too. I went and saw her in concert and I swear, cause like she had like a bunch of um, dancers come out at the beginning and uh-huh. it was a whole lineup of dancers and they were all small. They were like almost like short uh, kid size dancers. <laughs> and I think they were kids. Most uh, some of them were. And mm-hmm. I thought that I saw a kid break away and start, you know, dancing off to the side of the stage. No, that was her. She's oh, short. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it until I saw her in concert. <laughs> wow. But, um, it was funny. Um, but man, you talk about somebody that will blow you away. And so, okay, getting back to where I was going, I digressed again. So this last few weeks, I had gotten this idea. Okay, well, so you know what? I'm going to just, I should see if I can get her to come on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's, a, you know, that's a stupid idea. That's, that's just a silly idea that she'll never see it. And, um, you know, I don't know that she ever will, but I keep trying. And what I told myself, and actually I wrote something on my OnlyFans about it, um, that basically, you know, if you don't take a chance, you don't have a chance. Right. And Ooh. I mean, that just, that is it, point blank. You know, yep. do what your heart is telling you to do because if you don't, you're going to regret it later on in life. And I've already done that enough times at 45 years old. I've already done it enough times. I don't want to do it for the rest of my life. And so I think that was kind of a aha epiphany moment for me. And I'm going to hang on to that one because I think that's very important. Amen. Looks like we have, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just said preach. (laughs) (laughs) You preaching. Thank you. Um, Let's see who we got. Hey guys, Scotty Tuhati here. Uh, You were saying that your biggest hurdle is yourself and you were talking about, you know, self-doubt, listening to other people and so on and so forth. What gives you that motivation then to keep pushing on and to get over that hurdle uh, just in everyday life? What, What would be your biggest motivation to keep going? Wow, that is such a good question. Good question, yeah. That's such a good question. Um, well, first and foremost, God. Um, and you know what? I'm not just going to end it there with God. There's there's teaching in the Word. <laughs> right. It talks about the talents, and and the servant that had the talents, and the owner came back to see how much money they came from the talents. And there was that one servant that was like, no, I know how um, how strict you are and how you 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 um, well, how you are, basically. So I was concerned. So I just buried the talents. And here here they are. And the Mm -hmm. (laughs) owner was like, you wicked servant, 
You could have, yeah. you could have invested it. So what I get from that message is do not, do not bury your talents, your gifts, whatever you call them. Um, and my thing is, I, I don't want to be that person at the end of my life that had all these gifts and didn't do anything with them because mm -hmm. I really feel like our gifts are not for us necessarily. They're for others. Like we talked right. about, like with the healing. So with that, what also helps me is when I do get good feedback, you know, when, mm -hmm. when I'm not, when I'm not looking for it, you know, and just like you shared Paul, like, you know, when I'm singing certain spirituals, how moved you are and, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen the effect of my gifts, certain when I'm using them and it's been a positive thing. So I feel yeah. like, you know, if I want change in the world, let it start with me. So let right. me get through what I need to get through in my own self to make what I need to make, get it out there to you know, promote change because I want positivity in the world. I want music. I want more light in the world. So, right. you know, how can I be talking about all that if I'm not even going to do what I need to be doing <laughs> to create right. it? You know, it's right. like, oh, there's too many of those people already. It's like, well, there needs to be this. There needs to be that. And it's like, okay, and what are you doing about it? <laughs> it's like, right. Yeah. Um, that, by the way, is another one of, uh, the circle of friends. My circle of friends is about uh, 11 people right now that we really talk almost every single night mm -hmm. um, and chat throughout the day on Snapchat. Um, awesome. But Scotty is a um, race announcer and uh, mm -hmm. promoter and he's got a talent of, and I say this, it's not necessarily jokingly, but he's got the gift of gab. I mean, yeah. the, the dude can go on an ounce mode in like 0 0.1 second. Um, he, yeah. uh, he has that talent and he is awesome with it. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. What, what you're saying um, coincides with what uh, McKay says from her, her, her side of things of um she talks about the manifestation of that and, you know, what you are and how you are and all that. Um, you got to do that. And you, you know, it's, it's definitely something that I'm, I'm learning to um, find out more about inside of me and get that out. And I think that's, part of the answer to Scotty's question. It's like, what do you do? You just, you, you do have to like really, really, really sit down and examine yourself. Exactly. Because it's like, what were you created to do? What, what is your purpose? And, and it's not a waste. All of us have purpose. All of us have the reason why we're here. And it's, and see, and I learned the hard way being a domestic violence survivor. You know, I've looked for my self-worth in other people, um, other relationships. And it, and when I look back on my life, um, mm -hmm. I see there were times when I was on an up trajectory, um, doing mm -hmm. what I felt like was giving me life and what I felt connected to what I was doing, like, you know, comedy or acting or, you know, and then all of a sudden I 
got into a relationship that steered me away from that. And then I stayed away from the artistic stuff for so long. And each time yeah. when I would survive a relationship <laughs> or whatever, I would be trying to come back to the life-giving stuff, the arts for me. And um, right. yeah, so this time I'm like, no, I'm not going to get pulled away from it again. I, I feel right. like... I've survived for a reason. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. The, yes. reason, the reason is because my work is not yet done. I need to follow through. I had a tendency of starting things and not finishing them. And I'm determined to break that cycle, break that right. dang curse, man. I'm right. determined to finish it. Right. When I start. That's, that's, um, I mean, I, I can't, even begin to imagine like the the relationships you've gone through and all that <laughs> you but, can imagine you got choked <laughs> yeah sorry. well yeah yeah i wasn't gonna bring that up but yeah i'm sorry i um, resist <laughs> oh my goodness Lorinda, goodness i'm like i'm like that should have been a really clear sign that <laughs> when the person you're dating is choking other people in front of you that's not a good sign yeah <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh I'm my goodness. Laugh about it now. Yeah, I mean, we can. You know, it's yeah. it's it's, a, it's all growing experiences. It really is, and yeah, it's um, it's um, understanding that I am a person of a lot of faith and of a lot of hope, and I have yeah. that in people. And um, yeah. I just need to know how to temper that with the fact that, you know, I can't change people. I can hope right. that they can change and see who they will be if if they want to change or whatever. But I can't make them want to heal or change or what have you. It's like, yeah, I need right. to concentrate on me right now. And And that's where I wanted to get to for what I was saying. It's like I've gone through three marriages now and... Um, you know, I, I know that it was two-sided as far as how it worked out, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, one of the things that a few of my friends have told me point blank, you know, here, here I am a year after my marriage and I'm like lonely and, and all this. And that's really like where I, I met all these friends. And then, mm -hmm. um, when I opened up to them about it, um, they were like, well, you know, this is a great time now that you're by yourself to yeah, yeah. get to know yourself, yeah. get to know yeah. yourself, love yourself for, for who you are. Mm -hmm, and when you mm -hmm. do, the person who sees you and loves the way you are, you'll already be open and ready for that person because it'll work out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And that's uh, what I feel like this pandemic has been for me. I mean, it's actually been a blessing in a lot of ways where I could just be shut in and just be creating and just or mm -hmm. and just actually um, be becoming reacquainted with those gifts that I have made live dormant for so long. And it's like, oh. I guess yeah, I can yeah. write. I do write. And I guess I can video edit. And I guess I can make music to accompany videos that I create. And, oh, this mm -hmm. is cool, you know, and just 
being about it and just being like, okay, all right, learn. Yeah. And, and you learn that you have talents you didn't know you had. <laughs> exactly. Or forgot you had. <laughs> right. All of that. We got comments building up. Yes. Let's check awesome. them out and see what we got. Awesome. I really very much to um, what she was saying. You probably know, Paul. But yeah, that's how I felt, too. I stopped doing what I felt I was born to do for three years. And it made me literally, like, depressed. And going back into it just felt like really coming home to myself. And that's how you know when something is God speaking through you, if you want to use the, that kind of language. It is your source energy using you almost like an instrument. And it's a beautiful dance between you and your soul. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to have that dance with ourselves and to te help others learn how to dance with their souls as well. Well, dang, I think I need to follow Mystical McKay, too. You do. You definitely do. <laughs> McKay, I'm glad you're here. That's awesome. Yeah. But, um, she is awesome. Um, and trying new things. I mean, this TikTok, I was like, okay, let me just do it. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's that fear of failing <laughs> or feel of just right. not doing it right. But it's like, just do it. So yeah. exactly, exactly. Get you over know, yourself. I, right. I'm an older person. <laughs> I am 51 years old. And some people look at that as, you know, oh, you're on the way down. But no, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, no. And I feel like God is showing me. It's like Moses was how old? And then Aaron was how oh, old? And had all right. these excuses. And he's like, look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I feel like, yeah, there's nothing I should not be able to do. Right. In the name right. of Jesus. <laughs> I um, just in the last couple of days, I had, again, uh, McKay had uh, inspired this because one of her favorite uh, musicians that she listens to is um, Jason Mraz. Mm -hmm. And she talks about how he's such an awesome lyricist. And then there was one night that one of the fan, one of the um, friends, groupies, fan, whatever you want to call us, <laughs> we're, we're groupies, we're her groupies and we, we connect as friends and family. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was watching Jason Mraz one night live on TikTok and he was just like asking the people, hey, give me a, a line and I'll, I'll write a song. And, oh, and wow. he was writing I love that. Spot. Dude. Okay. And, you know, it really reminded me of, the um the 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 drama um exercise oh my gosh yes that's what i was gonna say remember like, yeah 90 99 sticks so, walking to a bar <laughs> yeah. yes, you know so mm -hmm. um the the concept i came up with was i i started it by doing it as a challenge because uh, mckay wasn't going live a couple of nights because she had things going on so I wanted to keep our, our family kind of talkative and going. And mm -hmm. I said, you know what, let's do a let's do a challenge. I want to challenge you guys to um, write a, a lyric, a lyrics, poem, something. I'm gonna yeah. give you a phrase. Yeah. And oh my gosh. I'll do the same thing. So I didn't think of the phrase all day. I mean, I already said it, but I didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. And then I went home that night and I, I picked it up and I wrote for an hour this long poem that just you know came out and I, it was the first time in my life i think 
where I actually sat down with something with no intentions of, you know, like uh, an epiphany thought. Usually I get epiphany thoughts and then I'm like, wow, that's an awesome thought. Let me write it down. No, this was just something that I just pulled out of the hat and, and I was able to do it. I challenged myself and challenging them. And now the challenge is those that write it can give me a phrase back. And whenever they give me the phrase back, I'll write another one. So I'm pressing myself. I'm pressing myself to create, even when I don't think that I have the, 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 the creativity to flow. So that way I can prove to myself that I can do it, you know? Right. Like the writing workshops I'm in, I'm in a um, playwright writing workshop and it's every 10 weeks or what have you. And that's really actually boosted me, like reminding me, oh yeah, this is something I like to do. And words come pretty easy for me, like, Mm -hmm. you know, spoken word and, you know, um, poetry and what have you. And when I was really little, really little, it was the short stories and it, yeah. And I remember doing those exercises, Paul, you were pretty good, man. You would come (laughs) up with words, you know, the little (laughs) jokes or what have you. And it didn't always have to be, you know, funny. It's just, can you do it? Let's come up. Let's be wordsmiths here. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Let's let's jump to our, our two comments we have here. Sure. Sure. And I also so much relate on the part about being in a relationship and losing everything that you hold dear to yourself simply because you sacrificed it just to be with this person who is so not worth it. And being released from that is probably one of the most liberating experiences. Yeah. I think I've ever experienced. So it was kind of a good (laughs) thing to learn that and then to come back home from being so disconnected from myself and being with somebody who didn't care that my best interests yes. were being lost because yeah. of them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Give her a snap clap. <laughs> Let's see. Next one. Lonely. I'm so. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, no, we got one more. You guys are talking about how God has opened the door for you guys to not only do like the music, but then uh, when something hasn't worked out, he's opened the door for something else to keep doing what you love doing. And I feel like that's happened in my life as well with me raising awareness for autism through dirt track racing when I was racing and then getting into that very bad accident uh, out on the track. But then that opened the door for me to get into announcing and promoting and just all these other things I've been able to do now. Um, It started out with announcing at one racetrack and I now currently have three racetracks waiting on a fourth here within a couple weeks. Um, But then also doing promotions uh, for other TikTokers, uh, McKay being one of them and even starting my own podcast within the past uh, four months as well. So uh, God works in mysterious ways and uh, could not be more thankful. Oh, that's awesome. And who is that? That's Scotty. Scotty is a part of the the clique. (laughs) What's his last name? Scotty. Scotty. Oh, man. 
I think <laughs> I remember how to pronounce it. I think it's De Young. If I'm, not, if I'm wrong, correct me. <laughs> okay. okay but, um, cool. Yeah. That's 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 it. That's it. God, man. God. I was really shocked when I sat down and wrote something without feeling. Do uh, you know what I'm t- talking about? That yes, feeling, like, I know what you mean. Feeling, and I've always relied on that. Yes. I've always relied on that. And I'm like, I never wrote outside of that. So at this point in my life, I want to be able to sit down and be like, you know what? I want to write about this and do it. But I'm not really feeling the creative urge, but I want to write it. You know, that is such a good point. And that is so true. That is so true. And I feel like my writing workshop has worked with me with that, like, because they will give you prompts in there right then and there mm-hmm. and 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 give you a time limit so you can't even get stuck in your brain like you know really like doubting yourself it's like no um 10 minutes or five minutes and just write a short scene or a short description or what and then sometimes it'll just be the free flow just write free flow just write whatever like streaming consciousness i think others call it mm-hmm where it's just whatever's coming to mind. Don't, don't judge it. Don't critique it. Just write it down for uh, five minutes. Just, <laughs> just look at Does it. Does it end up being like journaling or what? You know what? You just look at it and you might be able to pick a few things from it to expound on that you might want to expound on. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can be kind of beautiful poetry. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's crazy. But yeah, we put limits on ourselves so, so easily. And it's like, look, chains yeah. off, chains off. Yeah. And that, that's kind of where I'm at in my life. It's like, I just, I'm so tired of being bound up and holding all this, this creativeness inside. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just at a point in my life where I'm ready to roar. And mm. that's, that's been my, my major phrase lately is just roar, you know? Nice. Um, I, I encourage uh, my family with that, my my online family with that, to just they they say they want to do something. I'm like roar, roar it out. <laughs> well, now the lions make sense. They, I see. <laughs> yeah, the lions. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, I think this probably is Scotty correcting me. Let's see. All right, Paul. It's Scotty D Young, D E J O N G. You can look Thank me you. up on. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, TikTok. Um, I usually go by my nickname, Scotty Too Hottie. So, but oh. no, D Young. That's how you say my last name, Paul. <laughs> I, I knew that. Yeah, I just brain froze. <laughs> but yeah, Scotty to anybody out there, do follow him on here. Um, I'm sure he's got his uh, Instagram link uh, set up on here, and mm-hmm. probably I don't know if they allow other links, but. Um, do follow him. He's an awesome guy and uh, big heart, big hearted yeah, guy. I, I, I can totally feel like that. I can feel it through the these waves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him and Mystical McKay. It looks like you're surrounding yourself with great people, which I'm yeah. happy to hear. Yeah, because you deserve you deserve a beloved community. <laughs> a beloved community. and that. That I do have. I mean, there's just uh, just so many of them. All of them just have their own unique talents 
whether it be music, whether it be announcing, whether it be just the love for music and, Mm -hmm. and their talent is just the support and the love that they give. Um, One of them, uh, Tracy, I call her my muse um, because we were on the phone talking um, and she said a few things and something just that was said in the conversation got that, that emotional deep feeling. And I'm like, okay, hold on. I got to write this down. She started crying. She started crying. She's like, I have never been on the phone with somebody while they're writing their song. What it was to give context to that, because I kind of left it out. Um, the the song that I, I have in my head and I can play it by ear uh, is the song that I composed over 25 years ago. And it's, mm. it's the song that's been stuck in my head and it's made me feel stuck. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The song talks about, you know, my hands feeling chained and my sight being dim and uh, my heart being cold and I'm on this path all alone and have you left me all alone out here, you know? And, um, and the song never really got any further than that. I never finished composing like the lyrics to it. It just was all the pain from different points in my life that I put together to make this song. And it just froze me mm-hmm. into that point for 25 yeah. years. Uh, and yeah. so getting together with these friends, it just, it lit a fire and, and like melted away the, the, whatever it was that was there that was holding me back. And it's like, you know what, Mm -hmm. it's time to put this song to rest. So I'm going to try and get it out and produce by the end of this month. And I'm going to, I'm going to put it, put it out. Basically I'm putting it in its coffin. It's done. Once it gets out, that's it. Now I'm moving on to something different, something more positive, something that is more inspirational and more encouraging. Um, So the song is going to be played as is, but what's going to happen is the second song is going to start somewhere with a piece of the old song and then transform and I hope it gives people chills. That's what I pray for because that's what I mm. want. I mm. want them to see the difference and change and feel it and know that it's possible, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so there again, like it leads to the the real Paul show. I mean, that's there's more heart in that name than, than just a, a cool online name. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's At prophetic. Cool. It was pro- it was prophetic <laughs> that name because yeah. you had yeah. said it before you even had a show. So it was mm-hmm. prophetic for sure. Hmm. But um, yeah, um, I guess at this point, um, we can either close out the show or if you have anything you want to add or take the show in a, in a direction you can before I close it out. Um, no. And I mean, and I'll give you those links to um, the fundraiser yes. for the foster youth and, and the comedy show next week. Yes. Um, Tuesday night. 
Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for being on. And um, we can't uh, be silent with each other like we have for this last year. Um, Life been happening on both sides and distractions and all that. But I'm I'm enjoying reconnecting with you. So yes, me too. Um, You have definitely inspired me with your musical journey. Thank you. Inspired me to get busy. (laughs) I mean, the the really cool thing is, too, that you have been a really big part of that because you were there at the beginning of my um, awakening of, you know, the point of my life where I was just recovering from alcoholism, you know, just Mm -hmm. a a year or two before I was there. Actually, Mm -hmm. I think I was there within the year that I had quit drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe so. Then, you've got stories, you know, it, you've got testimonies, man. Yeah. Got, I, I you do. know what? And you inspire me. I'm going to put together a Paul reel video reel with clips of you. <laughs> at different point. I'm doing it, bro. You didn't All ask right. for it, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. You can do That's what you awesome. want with it, but yeah, I'm inspired to do it. that. Yeah. As That's evidence. Cool. See, I knew him when. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, but it's great. It's going to be great. Yeah. All be right. Great. Thank well, you, Paul. Thank you again. And we'll uh, maybe even have to do this again sometime. Yeah, I'd like that. Maybe we can. Oh, yes. Actually, no, we will do this again sometime. We're going to hit more on the, um, the drama and I, I don't know if do we want to group those together or do we want to separate them into two shows, drama and comedy? Ah, um, interesting. That would be that would be nice. I that think cool. I think they could be grouped together because it's like the the theatrical masks, the tragedy right. mask and the comedy mask. Yeah, they go together. Go. They really do. All right. Awesome. All right. We'll set that Yay. up then and, and figure out okay. when we can do that. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Paul. All right. Made my day. Okay. Yeah, mine too. All right. Take care. God bless. You too. Bye.